Welcome to Talking About the D, the DCOM podcast. We watch all DCOMs and see what they're about, or in my case, watch it for the first time and see if they're any good. I'm Emily Keane, and as always, I have my co-host Lizzie Gurman here. Hi, Lizzie. Hey, Emily. What's up? Nothing much. We're just all right. We're going going solo again uh, this this time. Yeah, we just... did we did so well last time that we're going <laughs> this time too. I think we crushed it. Yeah, you know. We don't that need that, or, or we've just run out of friends. Could like. be, could be. We do have a lot of repeat um, guests, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think we don't. I think we're proving that we don't need guests to be an entertaining no, and we're, important. We're perfect, podcast. exactly as we mm-hmm. are. Exactly as we, we don't. Are. <laughs> we don't need any anyone else. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> We're uh, venturing back into the world of theatrical releases this time mm-hmm. with the Lindsay Lohan classic Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Yeah, from the year 2004? Uh, 2004, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was the same year she did Freaky Friday. Really? I thought Freaky yes. Friday was our five. No, I think they came out the same year. Oh, isn't okay. that weird? Yeah, interesting. I was just mulling nope. on this. Oh, oh. Freaky Friday was oh three. No. So, oh yeah. wow. Okay. That is wow. Wow. It probably didn't oh, I'm come thinking out. of Mean Girls. Mean, mean Girls, yes, was same same year. Yes, that's that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was just okay. Well, I did have that mixed up in my head, but I was just thinking when I like woke up this morning, it was like on my mind. This, you know, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, and I was just thinking about how they were like trying to posit her as this at that time as a singer as well as an actress. Oh yeah, um, this movie is really about that. <laughs> really highlights that, and then Freaky Friday does to a lesser extent. Um, but I do think that they like wrote. They were writing vehicles for her where she was a, you know, she's her thing is that she's in a band. You know, she could have any yeah. kind of hobby, but she's she's a singer in a band. And then in this one, she's, you know, a, just a singer actress. Um, yeah, but they were really was... particularly towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And actually, the whole movie was about that, too. But, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. But yeah, it was just like so much singing that felt extremely unnecessary mm-hmm. and out of place. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the uh, the school play that she does, but we will. Uh, Lizzie, do you want to run us through the the basics of what this movie is about? Sure, sure, I do. Um, so Lola Step. Um, is Lindsay Lohan, and she is forced to move from a large apartment in New York City to a large suburban house in New Jersey with her artist mom. And she is a um, compulsive liar (laughs) and lies to her um, best friend, um, her new best friend, Allison Pill, um about many things because she and Allison Pill Ella is the character's name both yeah. love the same band 
Um, and Lola also auditions for the school musical over um, competing with Megan Fox um, to be Eliza. <laughs> I can't even get through it. Eliza Doolittle <laughs> in this contemporary um, retelling of Pygmalion. <laughs> in, a, Pygmalion. in a musical version of Pygmalion. Which was already called, done. It's called, which is our, it's called, it's called My Fair Lady. <laughs> My Fair Lady. <laughs> um, but but yep. this one is mm-hmm. called Eliza Rocks. Yes, and it has and- David... Bowie <laughs> songs and it's, yes, its main song is "Changes" by David cha- Bowie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she's. And then- a- <laughs> I can't wait till we get to Eliza Rocks. Um, let's <laughs> let's wait. Let's wait. We have much to say. Um, but then she um, manipulates Allison Pill's character into going to New York to see Sid Arthur, a great name, Sid Arthur's last concert and get into the after party. And they do end up meeting, um, they do end up meeting the main, Stu, the main, um, the main the, singer, the like lead, lead, singer, lead yeah. singer, thank you, who she's obsessed with. And then all is lost. Um, nobody believes her that she, she's confront. She has to confront all of her lies. Um, no one believes her that she actually met Stu. But then Stu comes to the after party. Ah, the after party um, of, for, for the school uh, play. for the school play. Of course he does, and yeah. um, she dances with him. Um, and but then she actually ends up with Sam. <laughs> Because they do it in inexplicably, (laughs) inexplicably ends up with Sam. Because obviously, even though they have a lot of sexual tension, she can't be with the adult because she's fifteen. Even though they shot all those scenes and they did all that stuff, (sighs) even though they do all that, Disney still, at the end of the day, knows that they can't put her with the the twenty the six-year-old the fully adult man so she has to inexplicably end up with the boy (laughs) who is in love with her has no personality and will do anything for her and is in love with her and said about five lines the entire movie yes yes exactly but is three scenes yeah (laughs) so um yeah okay so so there's Stu. so Stu wolf is the the lead singer of sid arthur which Mm -hmm. despite the name is not spelled like Siddhartha, but mm-hmm. is spelled S I D A R T H U R. So yes. like two it's names a- fused together. It's extremely funny. <laughs> and then neither of the neither of the bad members' names are Sid or Arthur. Mm-mm, mm-mm, so, mm-mm. It is an obviously it is an allusion to the Buddha. Yes, I mean it has to be, but it, it's also just really just, ridiculous and hilarious. Yeah, makes yeah. absolutely no sense. But no. St- so Stu Wolf is played by Adam Garcia, who right. who is actually an Australian, mm-hmm. um, although he's doing a pretty crappy British accent in this movie. He um, he's doing he and his friend are doing giving so much um, Spinal Tap, which is Spinal Tap in his yes. itself a parody <laughs> of of many British rock bands of that time, and that's even like the other guy's haircut is like is um, Michael McKean's haircut from um, Spinal Tap. The dis- this band also seemed to be designed like it was meant to be from the late sixties or something. Right. And I'm just yes. Like no, no band was rocking that look or style in two thousand and four. That was no would not have been cool. No like, part of it. No part of it is is like actually rooted in any 
it's it's very much the whole movie reads very much as because I did see this movie when I was the intended audience, and <laughs> um, which is uh, someone in some one of the reviewers was like, no one's gonna like this movie except girls seven ages seven to twelve, and they were exactly right. Um, <laughs> and I was you know twelve when it came out, or yeah, um, and. Um, I just, I remember you thinking even at the time that it's like, I don't like connect with her at all. Like, I don't, I don't understand her or like, I don't vibe with her. And I, and, and all of this movie feels like, what was it like? Like, instead of doing a genuine version of what it's like to like have really feel everything really strongly and everything is life or death which is the way you feel to some extent when you're that yeah. age because you don't have any uh, perspective on the world. And that's like normal and fine. Like we, we can't be mad at kids for not having perspective. That's, that's a crazy thing, yeah. but it's like, it's, it all reads as a parody of what a teenage girl should, should be like and, or what, what it's like to be a teenage girl. And so I feel like that's why it ultimately fails as a movie. Because yeah, it was, it think... was like adults not even really trying to like understand what it's like to to be that way anymore. I think they got it a little better with Ella because yeah, totally. I, I related to her a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. With the the character that's just like terrified of breaking rules, and I'm like, I was definitely that kid. Mm-hmm. Of just like, oh my god, we're gonna get in so much trouble if we break that rule. And then, totally. <laughs> so as an adult, you totally, like, I'm like, Alison Pill is like carrying this movie on her back. She's like, mm-hmm. I just adore this character. But as a, ch- at when you're 7 to 12, you, Alice, you are the main character, right? You can't, yeah. you re- don't really have the ability to identify with a minor character. And also Lindsay Lohan is so beautiful and so thin and they put her in these amazing costumes. Yeah. And so obviously you want to be, even though she's super flawed, you still are identifying with her. And, and but yes, as it turns out, Alison Pill's character is the character that like really is like the movie probably should be about her <laughs> as it turns totally. out she's, she's so she's super grounded and um pl- it is should be about really her wonderfully. and then how she struggles to deal with her very annoying friend <laughs> yeah with her like. like with her she she helps her friend <laughs> overcome her compulsive her problem with compulsive lying <laughs> yeah. and compulsive lying and and manipulation oof. and all of these things that she does that's that was the thing that this the first i don't remember lots about this movie but i doubt that i was bothered by this but i was really bothered by how she like allison ella i'll call her ella does call her on this but like sam offers to steal the dress for her but he only does that because she and she doesn't say like i mean i think they do have a line probably where she's like no 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 you can't do that but then she doesn't stop him from doing Mm -hmm. that and it's like no, if you're going to do stuff, like, just do it yourself. Don't have other people do things for you. You know what I mean? If you're going to be dishonest. Yeah. Like, that that one to me was, like, where it really it t- tipped it over. It takes it a step, a step yeah. over the line where mm-hmm. it's like you're, you're making other people do your shitty work. Exactly. Which honestly yeah. is just straight up bullying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. She really like, is, like, they've made her, they've really tried to be exactly down the line where she's like she's likable and you understand her to I mean to an extent they're trying to do that but then also she's being manipulative and and yeah yeah yeah. should we back up to the top would that be okay let's go um 
Well, let's start with, you know, a moment that really set the tone for me going into this movie was, Mm -hmm. so Lola has this, like, I don't know, delusion, I guess, of what what is really happening, which is that her family are leaving, but she's staying in New York, Mm -hmm. um, and everyone has a British accent for some reason, Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. when her family leaves, she does the most ridiculous CGI backflip off mm-hmm. a tree on this New York street. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you didn't mention this, but she's dressed as Audrey Hepburn in the very famous right. outfit from I, um, I was wondering Japanese. if that was what they were going for, but honestly, it didn't yes. quite hit the mark on that one for me yeah. to be like... Audrey Hepburn, like yeah, it's it's because she's wearing the the like um nice version of her Coke bottle necklace, so it does it does mm. have it it does look weird, but that is what they're going for, which is like obviously incongruous with the British accents and everything, you know, <laughs> everything else s- that is happening in that daydream. But yeah, that's they're evoking that. Costume, <laughs> I think I feel um, like I correct correct me if I'm wrong, but. Ish. I feel like she's also a bit more covered up than Audrey yes. Hepburn would be. Maybe. Like, That's interesting. It's I, always I'll, fascinating I'll when they I'll do an allusion to, to Breakfast at Tiffany's in a kid's movie. Because the reality of Breakfast at Tiffany's is that it's about a sex worker. That's what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it speaks to, I mean, it speaks to her like naivety which mm. I I think is f- actually like I don't have a problem with that. She is naive and she probably hasn't seen, but it's it is confusing because she is very well read and she has seen a lot of like classics. I bet she has seen classics. it. I bet she didn't yeah. know that that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it is yeah. somewhat subtle if you're right not because aware. It, <laughs> yeah, it's a period. It's of the period, so you have to. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good point. Well. Very interesting. Yeah. Like meta, we could definitely someone could write an essay about whether or not like <laughs> all of the all of the like illusions that she whether she's aware of some of these. But I, I agree with you. I agree with you. She has seen anyway. So she's seen Breakfast Activities, and in her mind, she is she it's question just mark a classic is New York. Thing. Yeah, cl- yeah, classic New York thing. Um, because she's um, obsessed with New York, she, which is where she lives. Which is kind of interesting because usually where you live becomes like quotidian and like you just don't care about you know well, and like later in the movie when they come back to the city mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that she goes on about is things that yes I would think would be just like every day like she's so excited to come into Grand Central Station I'm, and right. I'm like I mean I feel like that when I come to New York but I'm sure mm-hmm. if I lived there I wouldn't care anymore like, that is exactly right that's exactly right it is it is a baffling thing that she's I'm mean, it's very it's very um detached from reality that she both lives and is obsessed with New York and like she you can love something like um what does she say whatever lit up at night is like a fairyland what park yeah avenue park avenue probably that's that's totally fine but to be like excited to go into Grand Central Station to me is like I guess. Yeah. It's, her, but it's just for Central Station, you know, at, at the end of the day. It's because the things that she was excited about are like the stuff that tourists like. Yeah. Which yeah. was, which from my understanding, people who have lived in New York or grown up there, it's usually the opposite. It's like all the stuff that the tourists don't like is the things right. that New Yorkers are like, oh, so I love this. Like the noise and mm-hmm. like the smells and, you know, the, the things that you 
that you associate with a place that you grew up with and you lived in kind of thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is mm-hmm. usually the sounds and smells and feels yeah. kind of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. To me, it's more like she grew up in LA and every time she passes the Hollywood sign, she's like, oh my God, it's the Hollywood sign. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which no one has ever felt that way. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I can't. I mean, yeah, especially because she grew up like in, she grew up like it, on Manhattan, like not even in a borough. I mean, imagine, because yeah. like imagine if you lived, I could, ima- I could, I know enough people in LA that like if you grew up in like North Hollywood, like if you grew up in North Hollywood, if you went to um, Beverly Hills, that would be like exciting because that is like, those are two different, totally different places. Like North yeah. Hollywood is one, is a basically a totally different city than well it is a totally different city than than um not beverly hills but like rodeo drive that would be exciting i would get that but she grew up in on manhattan so it doesn't jive it just doesn't jive for me that she's obsessed with new york the way that she is it just i think it would more tim it would have worked better if it was more of the contrast of she's obsessed with being a city girl and mm-hmm. doesn't want to go live in the suburbs, which, mm-hmm. like, that I could understand. Mm-hmm. Of, like, oh, she loves being in amongst all the culture and stuff. But they didn't yeah. really play it like that. So no. It's specifically that she's... You're exactly right. You're exactly right. I like that idea that, like, the the good version of this is that she loves that she can, like, be with all of these different kinds of people. And then she moves to suburbia, which is, like, very white and... um. Yeah, hetero, like her hetero, her we- whatever. Yeah, her weekends are like going to the Met and then walking yeah. through Central Park and then right. going to the theater. You know, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, now I have to. What is there even to do here?" Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But that's not the that's not the <laughs> road they that's went. Not down. the road. Yeah, like, exactly. So um, she they they move from a fairly large, from what I can tell, from just her room apartment in like not a not an extravagant like not like Lindsay Lohan had for example in get a clue which is where Mm. they like own the whole floor but um you know she they live in a in a decently sized apartment and then they move to an extremely charming you know home that would be that's still really big it's really large yeah it was it was a bit weird it was like why why are they moving is it because her parents have broken up yeah i don't think so i think they've been divorced for a long time there's no yeah at no point i always just like use my adult like logic that they the rent is getting but i guess they don't have a rent controlled apartment or maybe she's but it didn't make sense because they weren't they didn't downsize no and they seem to have moved into a pretty wealthy area in new jersey and like new jersey's not necessarily cheap if you're in the wealthy part so i'm like is that Mm -mm. like that's where all the rich people from the city move to go to the Mm -hmm. suburbs like Mm -hmm. yeah so it was a little bit like why yeah is this is this really any cheaper or yeah is the mum just sick of the city Mm -hmm. i don't know It, it was it was an odd choice it sure was an odd choice. I mean, especially when you learn that she's I'm like waiting for the shoe to drop on like what the what the mom actually does, because I'm expecting when they move out of the city for them to like they've downsized into some part of like Jersey that's like not very nice. And as it turns out, she has she still has everything that a 
person could possibly need as far as like an environment goes like an enriching environment they're yeah. they're not facing like poverty or 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 anything like that and it as it turns out her mom's just like still an artist and now she i don't know has a garage to work out of yeah whereas maybe she didn't before like i mean that was another side of it was like well if her father is alive and well and it's not clear exactly what he does but he seems to be thriving Mm -hmm. um i'm like why couldn't she just stay with her dad then that's a good point i didn't even think about that i think he makes money off the the younger two could go Mm -hmm. yeah with mum like i mean i guess that's probably just that old old thinking of like well the kids always have to go with the mum and it's mm-hmm. like well but they don't though <laughs> no you're exactly right especially with dad being like in the city and yeah has his own apartment like and is in their lives yeah. and like seems to have a fairly good relationship with the mother so yeah why wouldn't why wouldn't she just stay with her dad like i am confused actually yeah now. especially when she's she's what she's like 15 i think yeah so that's not a great time to pull a kid out of school like, mm-hmm. yeah um, we don't even talk about her leaving school at all yeah but she does um, wow um so it does just seem a bit odd mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah, I can't, but... I can't, I can't think of any like apologetics for that. I can't think of any reason why they would apart. Obviously, the movie is not like does, when you take it apart, it falls apart pretty easily. <laughs> well, yeah, um, this this movie has a whopping fourteen percent on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gosh, it's which even, to me seems a little harsh. Like I, it's a, I would actually agree. I will say, yeah. as many issues as this movie has. It was not unpleasant to watch. Yes, like, well said. Yeah, like it. It didn't drag. It wasn't like, ugh. Like mm-hmm. it. It was still fun, and it did still move re- reasonably quickly because it's it's a fairly short movie. It's only an hour and a half, mm-hmm. which I think is the key. Like mm-hmm. that's yep. Yep. If, it was a brisk they, 89 minutes. I'm yeah, sure. if they had kept in all of the other stuff that I'm so sure they shot. It would have probably dragged and been awful, but like, yeah, it had it had enough good stuff, and then Alison Pill and Megan Fox were mm-hmm. just crushing it. So like, and then of course we have Carol Kane, who I know, is yes, an mm-hmm. icon, like mm-hmm. an icon um, of the stage plays, and screen. Yeah, who plays the the like school drama teacher i think mm-hmm. um a very important role uh as we know from yes. high school musical you really have to stick that landing uh for the movie to work and she crushed crushes it she, she, has some she does exceptional lines the first one that really <laughs> tickled me was talking about doing pygmalion and she's like george bernard shaw is a great playwright and he's also a vegetarian yeah. <laughs> and the way she said it was like so morally you know he's mm-hmm. a good guy mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's as important as his status as playwright yes it is um very funny what was i think well hang on hang on hang on oh and i was just gonna say you 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 mentioned adam garcia who is like not a household name um necessarily in the united states well, but at in all 2004, but he, he would have been a pretty big deal what what did he what was what well this was post coyote ugly 
Okay, yeah. Wait, he was Is the he, main guy. I haven't guy seen Coyote that. Ugly. He's the main guy. Okay, got it. Yeah. And then there was something else. He did quite a lot of stuff in that 2000 and 2005 period. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Got it. I, I saw that his a lot of his credits, like his main credits, are for originating uh, roles in the th- in on stage. Oh yeah, he's or... a Broadway. He's a big dancer. That's yeah, what he's that's where he came from. He's a dancer. Got it. Um, well, he. I will just say that he was really great in this role, and I'm. I hope that he's oh, yeah. happy doing whatever he's doing because he's very talented. And I think um, he is a host on some of those like. So you think you can dance type shows these days? That's what I saw. Um, um I, yeah. I, I I hope that that pays him well because he's was a lot of fun I, in this. I feel he, like it would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want him to. I don't know. I'm like, oh, that's like a kind of a treasure, like a gem of this movie that he's like of the people we've just mentioned. Like he's the only one who like doesn't have like a career in the United States. Like at the at the level yeah. that I would like want for him because he's really I think he's really done quite a lot of movie. stuff in the UK. He has kind of a wild background because his dad was like a Colombian drug lord or something. Oh, I see. Like, <laughs> and then, okay. Yeah, and then his <laughs> his mother was Australian, so mm. she like took the kid to Australia. And didn't mm-hmm. we didn't really see his father for a long time. I see. <laughs> that like, is interesting. That's a- pretty wild background like. yeah yeah well i'm hoping i'm hoping he just has a nice quiet life now as a judge on yeah. <laughs> reality show. I, think, I think so yeah yeah I think he's doing just fine <laughs> well if he wanted to come back and i don't know do the sequel do confessions of a teenage drama queen 2 i would i would be game i'd be interested something to tells know. me that you know in the 17 years since this movie came out, they're not really thinking about doing a sequel. Mm, interesting. Interesting that you would, yeah. What, what if I was like, well, I just dead, dropped on deadline today. <laughs> there. <laughs> um, he is actually in the um, recent like Kenneth Branagh Poirot movies. Yes. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Looks like he's That's in good. both of them. Um, yeah. I would, I mean, I like him a lot. I would, like, if I knew he was in a movie, I'd be like, okay, like, that's, like, a, a, a reason for me to see it, to kind of see what Adam Garcia is up to, because he's yeah. a handsome guy, and he's very funny. Um, well, anyway, so, not to get hung <laughs> up on that, but, okay, so kind of fast forward a little bit, she, uh, she's, you know, unhappy in suburbia, and she finds Allison Pill, um, her character's name is Ella, and they recognize each other because they both have pins for different members of Sid Arthur. Yeah, um, on their on their persons. <laughs> so and, they pretty much yes. immediately bond mm-hmm. over over how they think that the Sid Arthur lyrics are like the new Shakespeare for poetry, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which again mm-hmm. was something that I'm like. Teenagers aren't fucking doing that. No, <laughs> they're not. They're not. I'm but like, yeah, what they're doing is they go, "I love Siddhartha. Isn't Stu hot?" <laughs> yeah, exactly right. But she's a different. She's a different kind of girl because she's read Pygmalion and she's read uh, Wuthering Heights. Yeah, she's a smart girl. She's a smart. Yeah, yeah. So she has a different take on uh on this, and then I will say, and basically, almost in the, within the same breath of meeting Ella, we meet immediately meet Carla Santini, aka 
uh, Megan Fox, Fox doing the absolute most, putting her whole pussy, I will say, into this Honestly, role. Megan <laughs> Fox might be one of the most underrated actresses of our generation. Like, I couldn't she agree more. Is so good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, and in general, is, like, and in general, she plays. I mean, what's the other movie she? Oh, her first role was the Mean Girl in a Mary Kate and Ashley movie. Are they in oh, Australia? Really? <laughs> no, it's yeah, there. Well, they are in Australia, but it's the it's the one where in the they're in the Bahamas. Okay. Where, Yes, I'm sorry. Not to. I've seen all the Mary Kay Ashley movies, but it's the one where they're in the Bahamas. They're a little bit older, um, and she plays this character in that. And she's right. just—I mean, she's a lot younger, but she—or not. I can definitely younger, see her being typecast yeah. as like the school bitch. Yeah, in everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, can you see? I mean, yeah. And then she's like ended up playing on like in Jennifer's body. She plays on that. I think typecasting. holiday in the sun. Is yes. The one you're thinking of. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes. So she plays the literally this this where she like pick, picks on the new girl who is the Olsen twins mm-hmm. for no reason. She's she rules the roost. Her father's very well connected. She gets whatever boy she wants. And obviously you would cast Megan Fox in that role because of how she looks and she also can play that character so so well um, with yeah. the with her press on nails and her big earrings <laughs> and her you know big purses or whatever. So her her character was a bit like I couldn't pin her down though because it was like is she making fun of Lola because she's poor or because <laughs> yeah. she doesn't think she's a good enough singer or mm-hmm. she doesn't like there just being a new girl? It was very strange, and I think this is a trope with a lot of these like teen movies where there's like the new girl. And I'm like, from my experience, when a new girl came into school, we pretty much just ignored her. Yeah. So it was, <laughs> it was her job to try and make new friends. Like, yes. Like, that's, that's her job. <laughs> that's, you're exactly right. No, like, that is true. That is true. But in these no. movies, it's mm-hmm. always like the, the popular kid or the bully or whatever, like goes out of their way to mm-hmm. like make, um, this kid's life a nightmare or something or makes fun of them and it's like no we just you just ignored them yeah. like <laughs> it's, that's why it's, it's a- so hard to come into a new school is because mm-hmm. nobody wants to talk to you because they have their own friend groups they're not interested like yeah yeah no one will pay you any attention at all I think something that's very interesting about the interaction between them is that they are at, they are um at loggerheads at the very beginning but then Carla is also like you don't want to hang out with Ella like also is trying to get she's like you don't want to hang out with Ella never had a fella hilarious and then I missed also that one. like <laughs> oh okay Ella never had a fella she's she then she's like she dresses like a politician's wife did you hear that part I think I did hear that one she just yeah. and something about her glasses and then, and Ella's like signing a petition at lunch, which is over that footage, over, over, sorry, Carla talking about her, which is really funny. And then, um, she's like, if you hang out with her, you'll never get to sit with at my table, which is what you want, obviously. And then Lindsay Lohan is like, actually, I'm going to hang out with Ella. And I have to say that that is actually kind of a nice thing, which is that mm-hmm. instead of trying to be Carla, I mean, obviously it's because she's, a, she's so fucking mean the beginning but instead of there's no there's no real moment in this movie where um 
Lindsay Lohan ditches Ella for another friend group, which is like that's that happens in Mean Girls, for example. Like, and yeah. and that's what kind of what you expect. And I was like, I think it's kind of nice. I mean, she does betray Ella. There's there is tension in the in that relationship, but um, it's not like Carla never becomes like. Well, Carla's like comically villainous obviously yes uh, but there's there's never a point where Lindsay lohan is like i'm i want to hang out with her for any reason which i will say was a breath of fresh air that's that's what i'm trying mm-hmm. to say long way to say that yeah there wasn't any like oh i i do want to be friends with the popular girls which yeah is, yeah which is typically how these sort of movies go and i do like that because i remember being like a 14 year old or something and thinking that that I was like, I don't I don't want to hang out with the so called popular girls because we have nothing in common. Like what mm-hmm. would we even do or talk about? I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't yeah. I don't care. Like yeah. I don't um, know if it's like in these movies, like kids the kids never have any thought processes that's like, well, actually I don't well, this movie actually is a bad example of this because she hangs out with Ella because they do have something in common. But often in these movies, DCOMs in general, for example, there is there's always there's often a popular girl and there is a um, desire to impress or a boy. Let's say it's it's usually a boy. There's a desire yeah. to impress that person. And you're like, but you don't actually know that person at all. And like in reality, um, the character doesn't know this other character that they, you know, idolize at all. And I don't, I didn't do that a lot as a kid. I was always very like no. aware of the social differences between me and somebody else. And so if I didn't know someone really well, I usually didn't like, like idolize them or try to like, well, I, I'm just going to yeah. be his, I'm going to be like his girlfriend or whatever. Like that, that's not what I did. So it was always, that was always confusing to me. I I th- I feel the same. I think it's that sort of thing of like, oh, well, teenage girls just like want a boyfriend. And I was like, even mm-hmm. as a teenager, I was like, and I'm sure that other girls felt differently. But I was like, no, I want like, I want a boyfriend that I like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, right, right. I want to I date someone that I'm actually attracted to, mm-hmm. um, not just any random dude or whoever the so-called hottest guy in school is, because... Mm-hmm. I mean, in reality, most teenage boys are pretty weird looking. Like, so, yeah. like, yeah. there's no. True. <laughs> there's and you know that, that even as a teenage girl, <laughs> at some level, you're like, yeah. Because you well, know what, like, grown men look like, so you know that teenage yeah. boys look a little goofy. And yeah. that's why you get obsessed with c- celebrity crushes as mm-hmm. a teenager, because those are adults who look, who are like, you know, the the 5% of people that are, like, really hot. Like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, um, whereas the the options you have for people around you are usually pretty limited in terms of just, like, physical appearance alone. And mm-hmm. then I would always find, like, oh, like, this mildly good-looking boy is mildly good-looking, and then you would talk <laughs> to him, and it would be like, oh, but he sucks, though, so mm-hmm. goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. No, it's never, uh, no, <laughs> for whatever reason. Again, I do yeah. think it's this kind of the the tragedy of like adults writing children is that they're never mm-hmm. going to get it quite right. They're never going to like really, or maybe it's because it's not as, doesn't make as good of a movie if you actually like follow along the ways that reasonable people 
a reasonable kid, even a reasonable child would like their thought process processes yeah, of this- like, who do I make friends with? Who do I? Yeah, all those things. This movie was written by a woman who was 64 at the time the movie oh came my. out. So. Oh my. Oh <laughs> my. So yes, when I when see. she when she was in high school was the mid 60s. Mm. Like, mm. Very okay. different time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm sure a very different culture at school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whereas whereas yes, this is 2004 so like this is sort of the the cusp of like for us it's sort of when we were just coming into our teenage years like right that sort of pre i guess your preteen kind of age so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, yeah it it didn't <laughs> i'm sure if i had seen this at the time i would have felt like you like it wouldn't i wouldn't really have connected with Lindsay lohan and i wouldn't really have connected on the whole with the experience but I guess for mm-hmm. me, it, it's always different with these movies because I never connect to the experience because no school in Australia operates like any of these American schools do. So yeah, it's that always is... a bit of a like, ooh. like mm-hmm. Yeah, that is an interesting. Hang on. I was I want to do the math really fast. Lindsay Lohan was born in 1986. Um, so, so she was about how... 18, 17 or 18 when she did this. And okay. Are you thinking of Adam Garcia? Like. Um, actually, I, I mean, I, I didn't, I haven't done the math on it because I didn't know, uh, I, I just was already like, there was a problem there, but yeah. How old is Adam Garcia? <laughs> he, he would have been about 31. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. He, he was born oh, in I. 73. So he would have been about 30, 31. Um, okay. Megan Fox, I think is the same age as Lindsay Lohan. Okay. Yeah, they're they're okay. both 1986, um, and then Alison Pill. I feel like she was probably a little younger. Yeah, I oh, think no, so. She's a little older. She's okay. 85. Um, okay. 85. Okay, she just, just a has little... a, a young face. Like, yeah, so. she does. She has a very. Yeah. She can play. I mean, very... 18, 19, There's not much of a difference there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So okay. Um. Okay, so she was an 18-year-old playing 15. That's actually what I wanted to see because one of my big, the older yeah. I get, one of my big Poten- pet peeves. Potentially, is- actually, she probably would have been 17 because this came out pretty early in 2004. Yeah, yeah. Um, so okay. they must have shot it in 2003. Um, that's gr- that's That makes me feel, because one thing that I feel very strange about is that we often cast people who are over 18 to play younger than 18 because mm-hmm. we want to show them whatever like make an hour we want to make them work more hours or whatever you know whatever reason yeah. you, you have for doing that but then what happens is that our perspective the viewer's perspective of what a 15 year old looks like gets warped because you think that 15 yes. year olds look like 23 year olds and then when you see a 15 year old character with a let's say stew is supposed to be 25 with a 25 year old character you're like oh those people look like similar and I'm less skeeved out by it when really you should be super skeeved out by it because 15 year olds don't look like 23 year olds and that's that's this like big soapbox I've had for about a year over a year now and it I guess I I'm trying to say that like it Lindsay Lohan I don't know how different she would have looked at 15 than 17 but um, I mean it's still skeevy it's still really skeevy it's just not skeevy in the way that I was worried that it was yeah um yeah, I mean they they sort of 
it's just weird because it is. It's like there's sort of a sexual tension thing going on, but at the They're same time, the movie that knows that it can't exist. Yes. So yes. that's why they have yes. this Sam character who is just completely useless. Mm-hmm. Like the the movie would honestly have made more sense if it was like Megan Fox was really into Sam or something, and then he mm, was into Lindsay Lohan, and that would have mm-hmm. fueled like why she was such a bitch to Lindsay Lohan. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, like but instead it was Okay, here's here's something. Lindsay Lohan was fifteen when she did get a clue. So like imagine that girl, okay. you know, trying to like dancing. Imagine imagine Stu dancing with Lindsay Lohan from Get a Clue. It does freak oh. you out a little bit. <laughs> like to me that would freak me out. Uh if I saw I think that was- happening. It was honestly, the movie was okay until it got to the dancing part. Because the way that they <laughs> danced was so close to each other. I'm like, yeah. why Why are they dancing like ballroom dancing? Why are they not just <laughs> dancing like how every, you know, like you're playing mm-hmm. a pop song and you're just dancing next to each other like how everyone <laughs> normally does. Yeah. Unless you're at like a formal, like a school dance or something. Like, yeah. It was weird um, that they like went into a waltz, basically, very close <laughs> to each other, like faces touching. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how she wants to dance with this, you know, some of it's because a lot, some of the dancing we see is in fantasy sequences. Um, so mm-hmm. she can, in that, and those, you can, okay, I'll, I'll, you know, suspension disbelief there. You know, she can dance however she wants because that is a fantasy of what is, of what Stu would actually do. I have to say that the, the, it, it was like, there wasn't that much, there wasn't sexual tension per se. I mean, there wasn't the fantasy sequences, right? In the, in the, until she, until he shows up at the, at the, um, De- um after party they have yeah. a conversation where they're just standing very close together and nothing is happening they are not saying anything to each other that is like hey like where you do you want to leave here together they're not saying anything like that but it's still if you were there and you know if you saw that you'd be like oh yeah. that 30 year old man is like trying to get with that girl like they're, they're obviously they're standing and talking a lot closer than people who were just having a casual conversation would be absolutely yes yes and yeah. he he puts on that necklace that's very like don't do that like don't put that necklace on for her <laughs> you know she's yeah she's 15 like, and this is not Oh, just the, I have to say the stew of it is like, doesn't, no, Disney tried very, quote unquote, very hard to like not get in deep water. But one thing that they do is that they put, we were able to do this with 15 year olds, 17 year olds at the time. They put Lindsay Lohan in like really, really tight fitting. Like Lindsay Lohan has, has large breasts. Good for her. I'm happy for her. But they like, they don't minimize those. They put her in really low riding shorts all the time pants all the time like you can like see her pubic they show her a little bit of midriff with her tops little, like oh yeah like mid always midriff with the tops like when she's dancing she's wearing like britney spears low cut you know yeah. <laughs> like pants tight tight like, fitting clothes low they're not cut. putting her in stuff that you would be like well you're gonna sexualize the person in not not that you're going to but like the person in those in that clothing is meant to be sexualized yeah like you can say what you want but 
that that is yeah. true. So it is very unco- it's very uncomfortable thing that they did, in my opinion, <laughs> with that character, which didn't really work because her character is is this drama queen. So she keeps mm-hmm. dressing in these ridiculous outfits mm-hmm. that are like obviously sort of almost meant to be channeling a character or something whenever she's wearing one. So it was like, why are we getting you know a weird hippie outfit and then like a, a literal stage costume and mm-hmm. then it's oh now she's wearing wearing low-rider jeans and, like, a vest with nothing else. Mm -hmm. Like, what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, imagine when, when, um, when she shows up, when they walk into Grand Central and there's no one else in the whole building, apparently, and they meet, um, they meet Ella's parents and Ella's wearing, like, looks super cute in her, like, kind of 1920s-style dress. Yeah. And Lindsay Lohan is wearing a very short very short hot like pink slash orange dress with like with like re like not really tall but like heels on and it's just all her leg her legs are like so long i would be like i'm not your parent and i you should have bodily autonomy but and they didn't know but she's going to a party with like the other thing about this is that they're going to a party with grown-ups and it is it's like stop like don't do that you guys i just want to be there for them as like an an older sister who's like don't do that (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) all right i I think we're getting away from ourselves here we need to go i'm sorry i'm sorry um, let's we'll we'll come back to them going to new york in a minute oh yeah i forgot but um well okay yeah let's circle back Let's go back to when she gets to the new school and yeah okay. finds out that they're doing Pygmalion. Mm, yes, and of course. So she auditions. Um, yeah, when when they come to the auditions and she, they're basically like, "You have to sing," and I was mm-hmm. immediately like, "But it's Pygmalion. <laughs> why? Why do you have to sing?" And well, then. <laughs> Yes, please continue. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing about how they're going to do Pygmalion, but they're going to update it to now. So she's going to be like a Brooklyn uh, checkout girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they're going to... I was just like, oh, God, this sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> but it also sounds exactly like what a high school drama teacher would do because mm-hmm. high school drama teachers always have these, like grand ideas that are terrible that's very interesting i've never that's not my experience um that is i only know that through television like through i'm i'm generalizing a fair bit here but Mm -hmm. i have experienced a few where it is like you i guess it's more that they're just trying a bit too hard with the like what they have Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually more a case of like, oh, we're going to do this musical that is extremely technical to sing and very difficult to act. And we're going to do it with high school students. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now that I understand. Yeah. Like I once saw a high school production of Sweeney Todd and mm-hmm. I was mortified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, no, no children should be attempting this very <laughs> difficult musical. Like, yeah, it's an operetta. It's not even like the. It's an operetta, dem- so it's basically sung through for the most yeah. part. It's and the then, demands of it are yeah. 
No, yeah. no high school should ever attempt a Stephen Sondheim musical. You're not going to be able to do it. Agreed. The orchestra isn't going to be able to keep up. The kids aren't going to be able to keep up, and the content <laughs> is always challenging. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm like, I could, I could very much see a high school attempting to do something stupid like this instead of just doing the play. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm mm-hmm. also unsure about the. Uh, Copyright for Pygmalion. I don't. Hmm. Is it? Is it public domain? You. C- I don't know. You want me to? You could look yeah, it up. I'm. I'm gonna check it out. Let's okay. see. It is. Oh yeah, it would be. But would it have been in 2004? Yeah, probably. It's from 1913. Okay. So. Oh. Yeah. It's actually. Like no, it wouldn't have. Hmm. Hmm. Well, let's see. When unless because there was that thing of the um the public domain like amount of time changed mm-hmm. at some point, but I'm not exactly sure when. And it went from like um seventy five years to ninety five years, I think. Okay. It's just the fact that they're like we're gonna like my fair lady exists. Like why? Mm-hmm. Why would you mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. what appears to be a semi jukebox musical mm-hmm. when an actual musical already exists? <sighs> um, I don't. And and the 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 it's not just it's it's like they adapted. You would you would have to in a public school setting, which like I can't. I don't know what all public schools, but like I, I went to a, a public school where the arts was like super underfunded, which yeah. is very common in America, um, it, you know, and so the idea that like anyone would go out of their way to just to not only like adapt a play and and adapt the script, because obviously the script was different. Yeah. And then also add songs and like figure out like and not just add the songs but like they would have um done arrangements of those songs so that they were appropriate for the musical mm-hmm. like vocal arrangements where there would be like multi-part harmony and all of that that's just so crazy i mean it's really fun it's- like in a in a mo- in a musical <laughs> it's like or in a movie it's like it's so fun that they did that but like there's no there's no high school on earth that has the ability to do something no. like that. i and it's- unless unless they're an arts high school you know in new york it would City, be a massive but- undertaking and in reality you would just do my fair lady because i feel like schools do that Ab- all the time oh yeah like- it's a great it's oh. a great musical to do yeah yeah like um i will say though that they, the only other way would be that they've just done this completely illegally mm-hmm. because I know, like, Rob said that his high school, I think, did some kind of Disney um, musical, but one that isn't actually, like, a stage musical. Like, oh. So they just did that. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, they just did it like with the consequences. Wow! It sounds like they never got found out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I think it was like I can't remember which one. I want to say Mulan. Yeah, something that like doesn't have a stage version of it. Yes, Um, that's (laughs) fascinating because Disney could the hammer could come down so hard. 
you know yeah right like if you if they find out that you're doing something but at the same time it's like how are they gonna find out that it's exactly but if they did especially especially when rob would have been in school because we were putting stuff up on like snapchat and or not snapchat i just made up something but like there's no tiktok you know nobody would like make a tiktok of it all there would have been would have been like parents with camcorders exactly yeah yeah yeah. he didn't do any of that stuff when we were at school (laughs) yeah that's such a good point that's probably well you know what i say good for them because i don't give a shit anymore and i think like (laughs) i would i'm not gonna defend you know uh disney's like that's very funny um yeah so they so they have the audition and then um we have this ridiculous scene where um lola and ella and carla and carla's friend who i don't even know if we get a name for her but i don't think we do friend um Mm -hmm. they're all running to see the Mm -hmm. cast list Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which and there's like a whole lot of obstacles that come up in the school yes yes the janitors are cleaning So there's like stuff out in the hallways, like trash cans and like a t- a, t- a television cart with like VHSs on it and whatnot. Yeah, please continue. But yeah, they were all running to get there as if like whoever gets there first will win the part. And it didn't, <laughs> it didn't make yes. any sense to me. Like, why are you all running to you get know, this? Yeah, I that didn't I didn't even bump on that. I didn't even realize that that was <laughs> stupid, but that was pretty stupid. Cuz especially because they're they're sabotaging each other. That's the whole it's this whole sequence where they're like pushing trash cans and other things, really making I a mess that, for the but... custodial workers who are obviously yeah, trying very hard to get the school clean cuz they get their fir- their I think the deal is is that they've gotten there before the school is even open. Um, they have but then it's also mm -hmm. the list goes up like literally just before they arrive there rushing Mm -hmm. the reality is if they had been successful in their rushing they would have had to just stand there and wait like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i I don't know it It was odd (laughs) it is odd can i can i say something really fast it's so funny when you you were like there's this ridiculous scene and i thought what you were gonna say was that lola's audition I don't know if I didn't know if you want to talk about it, but she sure. she sings a Siddhartha song and she has had no notice and she doesn't have sheet music or anything with her. But somehow <laughs> um, Mrs. Oh, no. Carol Kane's Bagol- character. Bagoli? Bagoli! <laughs> yes, I'm <laughs> sorry. That's, that's a it. perfectly <laughs> good name. It's just they give they give like I feel like they give her like a slightly funny Italian name. Um, Mrs. Bagoli like knows the accompaniment, um, you know, out of yeah. nowhere, and, and she's also accompanying has sprung her. Sprung on everyone that they have to sing in this audition, and I'm like, in what world? Yeah, like, yeah. Unless unless you're going to teach them the song, which mm-hmm. I think we did have occasionally for things. It was like they would teach you a section of the song, and then you would yeah. sing it. Like that makes yeah, sense. But yeah. This was like, mm-hmm. nah, just wing it. Just sing me something. Like <laughs> Yeah, just what just whatever. Whatever. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so that was so that first that's I just want to say we've had fantasy sequences, but that is the first musical 
like it uh random musical number we get yeah uh, which is that and it does but it does establish that lola can sing we haven't heard her sing yet so she can sing you know she's the real deal or whatever i mean Lindsay lowen is a fine singer she's not ariana grande she's not like She's not great. supernaturally gifted. She's but not she's great, not but she can. Bad. She's in tune. <laughs> she's in tune. I would say, you know, yeah. And again, I will harken back to what I said at the beginning, which was that this was at this time Disney. This was Disney's like last gasp at Lindsay Lohan. I think she did. Mm. Um, she did Mean Girls, which means she was probably her contract was expiring, and Lindsay she Lohan was mean trying. Girls, and then the next year she did Herbie Fully Loaded. Oh yeah, so she that... must have still been. Huh, yeah. she must have still and been in her contract. It was after that that she kind of fell apart. So yes, okay. Well, um, uh, anyway, uh, they were trying. She was releasing albums at this time as well as um all of her movie stuff. So they were trying really hard to make her a whatever you want to yes. make her do both of those things at once, which is crazy. And we don't do that to girls anymore. We still make them. D- Dizzy still makes their stars like pick a lane but um they don't make them do both anymore like selena gomez doesn't act anymore um right but anyway um okay so anyway we're 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 gonna talk about sam because sam is there yes so sam Sam watches her audition and then when so when the classes goes up what does she lola like says something to carla that because Kyla doesn't get the main role. And she's mm-hmm. sort of like, I wanted to play Mrs. Higgins. Like, that's mm-hmm. a great role or something. And what is she? She, like, says she says, Kyla. good because you've got... She, she says, that's the part I wanted. And she says, good because that's the part you're going to play. Like, or that's the part yeah. you got. Is that what you're thinking of? The kind of I'm thinking, thing that is she this, says? Am I thinking of the right moment where then... They walk away, and Sam's just like, wow, that was amazing. Like, somebody stuck it to Carla. Like, mm, I don't think or... she, he does it then, but I don't know when he does so, that. I think that might be later then. Maybe I'm getting mm-hmm. confused. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we sort of meet Sam, because Ella, like, kind of introduces them. Mm-hmm. And he's... They're friends. They're old friends, I think. Yeah. He's honestly the blandest yeah. character I think I've ever seen in a movie. Like, he has zero he, personality. They, he d- <laughs> they don't make any attempt. I think he's a good, like, he's not a bad actor at all. Like, he carries his no. he's a presence in the scenes. He's very, that actor's very cute. Um, but they've given him nothing to do. Nothing like, to do. All he does is that he immediately loves lola like is immediately super smitten and does anything for her and never pushes back which of course she falls in love with him at the end because what yeah he has no bad traits (laughs) it's it's like this movie is so strange because it is it's like one it's two movies one movie is this the play and this Mm -hmm. like who's gonna get the role and all this stuff and then the other movie is the siddhartha breaks up and we got to go to their last concert mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Sam is not involved at all in the Siddhartha section, which <laughs> yes, is it's a, a he's lot barely of the movie. Involved in the play. He's barely yes. involved in the play because he's not even yes. in the play. So it's, yeah. <laughs> so it is just very much like, what is the point of this character? And it's literally just mm-hmm. because they're like, well, we need a love interest so that people won't think that Lindsay Lohan and Adam Garcia are fucking. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like, oh, 
god <laughs> yeah it's a it's that's a huge bummer that's exactly right like i don't want to uh, i'm not gonna skip but the but where she like has her realization that like she's literally dancing with um stew and she's like but then i thought of <laughs> then i thought of sam and he's been here the whole time and it becomes like it's, yeah, she was basically so like shoehorned and awful. She's like, I realized I couldn't fuck this adult man <laughs> who was thirteen years my senior. So instead, I'm gonna fuck the guy that's been around the whole time, but I've been pretty much ignoring and using mm-hmm. for whatever I need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> very, very painful. Okay, so okay, Insane. so so Sam, so we have all of our. We have all of our people now. You know, we're yes. ready to go into, I guess, Act Everyone Two. Everyone has been established. So Everyone's we, been established. So yeah. now we head into Act Two with one of the most ridiculous scenes of the whole movie, which mm. is where they go to some kind of arcade where, oh, I forgot about <laughs> where Megan Fox <laughs> is doing a like a dance dance revolution competition mm-hmm. but on some sort of dance dance revolution type game that i have never seen of course of course where, you've never seen it. where your arm movements are apparently part of the mm-hmm. dance moves mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> and she is just like crushing it and then like keeps being like who wants to come up next and try and battle me so naturally Lindsay <laughs> lohan comes up mm-hmm. but i was just like what is this? <laughs> yeah, it is really bizarre. And it was even bizarre because I knew what D- DDR was as a kid. I didn't play it, but yeah. I knew what it was. And I was like, I'm pretty sure, like, I was like, oh, those girls just know those dances. Like, they've obviously, oh, <laughs> like, learned those I, dances. <laughs> I had just... it um, I had it for PlayStation 2. And, uh-huh. yeah, it was, it's like a, it's like a, um, only up and down and back and forth, so it's like yeah. a plus sign, mm-hmm. and then yeah. yeah, you you that's all you can do, and it is yeah. just you have to hit the the up or the down or the side or the side to mm-hmm. the beats, yeah. Um, and the the arcade version was exactly the same, yeah, like, yeah. And it just and it I, just gets faster. And that makes it, just it harder. Get, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it's not like anyway. I did end up, I started watching the arcade machine and for some of the dance moves, when you see their feet, the the squares are lighting up. Mm. And then for some of them, they're just, they didn't even try to have the squares light up because they, the girls aren't following the machine. The machine is completely, the girls are doing their own thing. They obviously learn those dances, you know, the, the, the actors learn the dances and then just are standing on that thing. Because I was like, if you had to actually have these characters line up with like the flashing lights, it would be really, it would take like four times as long to shoot the scene. So <laughs> obviously they're not going to do that. Um, for for those that aren't familiar with this scene, um, basically what they have is like a circle like board that they're standing on. So you sort mm-hmm. of stand in the middle and it has, um, it's like, it's like someone's, you know when people like kind of draw like sun rays like it's sort of they it's like they're going out on an on a curve so all of the pieces are sort of like a curved bit and mm-hmm. so it doesn't just have like front and back and side to side it has like 8 to 10 like 
pieces that you that that light up like a Simon Says game, and you have yeah. to hit them. Yeah, yeah. And then there's also a bar that they hold onto, and it seems like you get extra points for A, using your <laughs> arms, and B, doing a flip over the bar, which makes absolutely no sense. Like... The bar is funny because in real life the bar is to keep you from falling off, presumably. Because yeah, in, presumably in real life, you play the game. Yes. I don't understand the orientation of the game. I think the game is supposed to be oriented the other way. Because oh, arcade games, you don't play facing outward. You play yes, facing it, inward. It seemed like they were they were facing the crowd, yes, and the yes. game was behind them. Right? So yeah, they're we're... facing the bar that stops you from falling off the back of the machine, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. patrons, like into patrons, <laughs> into, into your your fans apparently that are there. But this... then also they were looking up, so they they they're in the world of this of the film. There was a screen that they were looking at because. They they were both referencing well a because screen. the setup was like an esports arena like where there are <laughs> multiple screens of the same thing so that you can see where it is from anywhere and the audience could see what it is right mhm insane it's true it was it is insane the more the more i think about it i mean it doesn't yeah when you're watching it you're like and and the whole time it's very important there's there's really important exposition exposition happening which is that carla's dad is lawyer uh is sid arthur's what contract lawyer who knows yeah and um and there's gonna be be just after they found out that sid arthur's broken up right yes because they're distributing flyers the reason why they're at the arcade is they're distributing flyers for their petition to keep sid arthur breaking that's up. Right. I wish I yes. was kidding, but they're not. Yes. I'm not kidding. Yes. And that's when she sees Carla doing this thing. She's like, naturally, I'm going to go up and beat her, which she doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then the mm-hmm. machine very loudly yells out that she is a loser <laughs> for, not, <laughs> for not winning. And I'm like... <laughs> she does win at the end, though. She Carla, she she loses the first that's round right. and then wins the second round. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And, and yeah, something so, else so has this... happened with Carla, which is that she's now beaten Carla. Tw- I I don't know if it's that she got the part, but now she's got like two up on Carla. I remember mm. thinking like, okay, at this point, Carla, she's like almost like Carla is really, really motivated to take down Lindsay Lohan at this point because of she's yeah. lost the part to her and she's just lost her dance dance revolution crown. <laughs> which is very important to her. Carla is so interesting because Carla isn't just a mean girl who like, d- she's not interesting, like actually interesting. I just thought this was an interesting idea that Carla's not just, just a mean girl. She's also like arts oriented. <laughs> so she's yeah, like, she, she's yeah. the, she's the like, it's, it is a bit strange. She's presented like a classic mean girl, mm-hmm. sort of popular girl, rich has the has all the fashionable clothes and everything but then yes mm-hmm. she wants the main role in the musical or the play she's really good at a dancing video game mm-hmm. which like that would not have been that's cool. not cool at all um, yeah at all mm-hmm. like yeah and then she's she's closer this i just occurred to be in this moment she's closer to sharpay than she is to regina george she yeah She's she you think she's Regina George because of it's Megan Fox, but she's actually like Sharpay, which is that she is popular and mean, but she's only like but in Sharpay, her clique, but in like, the within the clique, yeah, basically. Yeah. Like 
Exactly. Not within the whole school or... Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, she is... Somehow the whole school does, like, seem to care about her, but she's... She, uh... She is interested in, like... Yeah, she has, like, goals and... And and dreams which which regina george like by nature her whole thing is that all she all she like her personality is just being the mean or the, you know the, the yeah, most popular yeah. girl she doesn't she doesn't care about school she only cares about this like other anyway interesting yeah, to think like, about she just cares about social status and that yeah Whereas, yeah exactly yes, this is like Carla feels like slighted because this new girl has come in and taken her role, basically. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, which is like which is actually pretty kind much of what legitimate in high school musical. Exactly, <laughs> yes. And you you very, very you uh when we did that very correctly pointed out that it is really annoying that that happened. Like Sharpay and Ryan have worked very hard and <laughs> Yeah, like I would I would totally feel that way if mm-hmm. I had been the the like everybody knows you as the theater kid and then somebody just comes in and takes the lead role mm-hmm. and you're like what the fuck like i don't mm-hmm. have any other identity like, yeah um yeah so this was it was it was strange <laughs> and then, is, that entire scene seems to just be there so that carla can say my dad's the lawyer for siddhartha and we have tickets to their last concert Yes, well, and then immediately after that, uh, Lindsay Lohan says, we're going to be there too. It's so funny that you, because in the scene, in this, not after that, that happens in that scene. In the immediate yeah. scene after that, Alison Pill is like, wait, you lied? Like, that's the first time. She says, wait, you lied to Carla and said, we're going to be at this party? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That was tech. really <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and Lindsay Lohan, that's the first time Lindsay Lohan is like, oh, actually, uh, like, it's going to be fine. And it's not the first time she she's already told Allison. She's already told Ella that her dad died in a tragic motorcycle accident. Yeah, she's already told her several lies. I mean, yes. The first being that her name isn't actually Lola. It's Mary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that her dad died, which that one was strange. Although it sort of seemed like she was telling this story because Ella's parents were judging her for being, like, a love child, which is weird. Yeah, I was like, even for 2004, I don't Mm -hmm. think anyone really would have cared. (laughs) I feel like Disney did that because it's like, okay, she's not just completely craven. She's not just a total, I keep calling her a compulsive liar. She's not a compulsive liar. She lies when she feels like she has to. For example, when Allison Pill's parents are being shitty, she makes up a reason for why her mom is a single mom. Um, Yeah. Which is like, okay, I guess that gives her more. But yeah. But yeah, she it's is still just a compulsive. It still feels compulsive. Friend. Yeah, she she lies all the time. She lies to like she she even does small lies where she's like, you know, you have to call me Lola. She tells Miss Spaghetti, Spaghetti, Bagoli, 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 um, that like no one's called me Mary since I was a baby. Do you remember when she says that? And that's like a tiny lie, yeah. but it's still a lie. Like that's not true. You you chose that name recently. Yeah. Um. And that doesn't make it, that's still a legitimate, re- like, your name is your name. There's no, people sh- are, should call you what you choose to be called. That's, that's totally fair, yes, but she makes that's it fly, you know? Um, yeah. But so, it is sort of, it's, it's from this point on that it's sort of this, like, you know, st- 
stone rolling down the hill picking up yeah. speed with the lies. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And they just get worse and worse. And it is very much like you you have... um, What's the word? Like, just... You've... Oh, what am I thinking of? Like, not misconstrued. You'll get it. You'll get it. Um, oh, you've, like, miss... Um, where you've where you've lied. <laughs> You're thinking of the lied, word that means when you um, lie. You've taken take an Ella on this ride with the misconception of what's actually happening and she uh-huh. is not someone that can handle mm-hmm. you know these kind of stresses and things well so taking her on this is somewhat cruel um, mm-hmm. because Ella doesn't have a good time do- right. doing all of this stuff like right even when they do get to meet like Stu and that it's like she's still she's not having a good time Mm-hmm. You know exactly. I I completely agree. I completely agree. I was very upset. I think that they like really cast Allison Pill so well because you're like really as especially as an adult, you're like, oh, this is so bad. Like I feel so bad for her. And yeah, I you've dragged you, this very nice kid along. Yeah. To yeah, lying to both of your parents about what you're mm-hmm. gonna do, and mm-hmm. she's yeah. uncomfortable with it. And then when it all goes to shit, which it does before it gets better like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you you won't just like she just wants to go back to the hotel after they realize that they don't have any money and Mm -hmm. they can't get into the concert and i'm like honestly Mm -hmm. if if Lindsay lowen was a good friend in that moment that's exactly what they would have done would just be Mm -hmm. okay this hasn't worked let's just go back to the hotel we'll tell our parents that um well that we lost our money and we couldn't get in so we just came back and they would be like oh i'm sorry you know like like that's what should have happened and i'm just thinking like of me at that age if i did something like that which i would have been stressed out of my mind lying to my parents like that yeah yeah and then being in a city that i'm not familiar with and yeah as soon as i lost my money like i yeah i would have been like let's just go back to the hotel i'm terrified like yeah yeah um and she just keeps pushing her to keep going until they find Stu in the trash of that. And it's <laughs> they it's do. just really weird. They, fi- they find that and then she sees her dad and doesn't mm-hmm. tell um, Ella that that's her dad. And I'm like, you should have just said, like, given up on your lie right then. Mm-hmm. Because that would have made Ella feel better. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. to know. Yeah. Um, obviously, she wouldn't have liked that she'd been lied to, but... I would have felt better if I was like, "Oh, we're in the city sh- shitty situation, but your, like, your dad is here, so an adult can yeah. help us." Like, I guess she couldn't at that. I agree with you, but it couldn't. She couldn't at that point because if she had told Ella that that was her dad, Ella definitely would have completely given up because Ella still thinks that her dad is dead. That's so true. it's not just it's. But I. But I. I agree with you. I'm talking I mean, about in the real world. Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Well, yes. Yeah. I didn't know if we wanted to, like, t- but we kind of, I think it's fine that we yada yada through, but like, basically when Siddhartha, like, there's, there's a whole, there's this whole middle section It's probably like 10 to 15 minutes of the movie where she, they're figuring out how to get to New York. And there's a great part where, um, like uh, she's 
El- no, no, no. Um, Lola's constructing these like intricate lies, and it's so infuriating. Her dad asks her. Her, her dad asks her point blank if she can take if he can take her to the concert. She refuses. She said yeah. it would be humiliating if her dad takes her. And and then at some point, her dad is like, I won't even it's it's over the phone. Her dad says he won't even go into the concert with her. He'll just drop her off, which like I would never do that as, a, you know, my 15 year old yeah. daughter. But whatever. But then they do and it with she, Ella's parents. Like. But then they do it with Ella's parents. Yeah. Well, at least. Yeah, it's and then it's just it's fucking insane. She's on a hunger strike and she like dresses as Gandhi for just a little bit. Insane. Um, I it, did find it pretty funny though when um, she's like, "Your parents are gonna be in the town, so we'll just get them to like." Like she tells us to her mom, she's like, "Ella's parents are gonna be in New York anyway, so they'll meet us at the train station and take and like drop us off, and then we'll go stay at their hotel room, and then." Ella's like freaking out about it, and when they ask her, like Ella's parents about it, they're they're like totally cool with it. Mm-hmm. And I yes. find that really funny that they're like, "Why didn't you tell us that you're you were really like really wanted to go to this concert? Like, of course you could come." But she's just like, "What? Like, I didn't know that I was allowed to." And yeah, like, yeah, that's exactly what I was. Yes, that's exactly what I was leading up to. There's this whole thing where it's like, you don't, you guys don't have to lie. You, you. Like not you guys, but like Lola, you're you you stupid fuck. Like just like well, I think Ella especially try. because that's clearly a kid who doesn't really do anything and doesn't do yeah. anything bad. So it's like yeah, it is likely that her parents would be like, oh well, we're gonna be in the city anyway. So yeah, you, mm-hmm. we can drop you off and then you can just stay at our hotel. Like mm-hmm. yeah, know, if the, if this is something you really want to go to, because you never go mm-hmm. to anything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really it's. Yeah, it's really funny how that works out. And then, yeah, it ends up she's really, really against, like, the the grown-ups, like, having anything to do with Lola is. And then it turns out that the reason she won't accept any help from her dad because it's humiliating. But then it turns out that the reason they can go into the city is because, yeah, because they're 15 and you need, like, (laughs) grown-ups to help you, like, (laughs) buy your tickets somewhere to stay. Yeah, you need somewhere to stay, yeah. So um, after at one point, I will say that like the Siddhartha tickets, they they end up having to get money to pay a scalper at the venue, which I've never done this before. Like, because I just have never lived in a city where I would do these things. (laughs) By the time they actually asked if they could go to the concert, I got the yes, which took so long because they had to do all of this bullshit. The Mm -hmm. the like tickets that you could buy for the concert are sold out, so they can't they can't go to the actual concert yet. So then, yeah. So then they have to try and get from a scalper, which was way too easy to find one. Like, yeah, (laughs) she's like, look for someone, and like immediately they find a scalper. They're never gonna stand like in the crowd that are moving into the concert right where the ticket hold. Like, no, they're like down the street a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was (laughs) like, I don't know anything about this but this doesn't seem right but i have no idea (laughs) um but um yes so and of course Lindsay lowen fucking left the money that was the most stressful part i remember i actually remember that because um because of how how much i used to i mean we could talk about this forever but i used to lose things a lot um could be adhd who's to say um (laughs) but um i used to lose things a lot and i used to get in a lot of trouble and that has struck with me that she lost all of that money she she leaves it behind they the sink like or she leaves it in the bathroom. And she yeah. left all of it. And I'm like, poor. 
Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. I would be freaking out. Mhm. Yeah. Like as an adult I lost my wallet once and I was freaking oh, out. Oh yeah. Like Yeah, no shit. Like, like as a 15-year-old without parents around. Yeah. I, yeah, I would be like go let's go home. Let's go home right now. Mm-hmm. Like Yep, exactly. Jesus Christ. So anyway, so yeah, so we've kind of yes, but they're so now they're in New York and they fucking can't get into the venue and but they're still going to go to the after party and Lola has pushed as you, you you were just talking about this. She's like pushing Alice. She's pushing Ella to do all these, you know, OK, well, this didn't work out because I'm yeah. an idiot. But <laughs> this and they've been having a crap work. time like so they yeah. haven't gotten in because they don't have any money. So they go and stand by the stage door to kind of listen, which mm-hmm. I actually found that pretty funny because I used to work at some theaters. So I'm like, this, mm-hmm. the stage door is open. You can just walk into the stage yeah. door. They'll, they'll be there'll be someone there to yeah. like check you in and ask what you're doing. But but that's a door. Like people would be coming in and out of that door right, during right. this concert. Like, yeah, yeah, that is funny. I had that thought too. Um, yeah, like it's it's where all of the staff for the venue come through is the stage yeah. door. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was like, man, would they even have, would you put stage door on the stage door? Because I don't know if I'd want people to know no, they do. that's where the stage door was. Oh, okay. It okay. usually does say that, but it's, there. there is like a person, like you open the door and there is a person there and they yeah. will let you in or not. Like, yeah. And if it was yeah. a big, if it was a big concert like this, then they might have bouncers there potentially. I don't know. Yeah. Or some um, security, surely to yeah, like. Yeah, or security. Just one, um, one guy may hopefully to like, because yeah. someone might try to rush the stage door and probably I could, yeah. I could see someone trying to do that. Yeah. So yes, no, that is quite funny. And they're like, she's like, okay, but hold on. We're not done yet because I have a picture from a magazine of Stu's, of the facade of Stu's apartment. And we're going to go to Soho and we're not going to take the train to Soho because we don't have any money. We're going to walk in our heels through a rainstorm to Soho. um, (laughs) To find an apartment based on a picture of a door from a magazine. Mm -hmm. I think if I had been um, Ella, I would have um, killed Lola at that point. (laughs) I would have killed her with my bare hands. I cannot believe that Ella goes along with that. I would would have ditched her for sure. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know how, but I would have like... Yeah, I would have been like, like, you know what? You can go and do this. I'm going Mm -hmm. to the hotel. Yeah, and in fact, I wish that she would have done that. Like, I, I love that. I love at the end of the day that she's a ride or die friend. But I wish that for her own mental health that she had been like, "I'm going to the Hilton. I'll see you in never. Yeah, <laughs> I will, like, I will never talk to you friends again. anymore." <laughs> what the fuck? Right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, I think, I do kind of think that it's funny that the the reason they get there it is around the corner which is really annoying but i like i like that the plot like happenstance that gets them to the apartment is that they see carla's car which they know what it looks like and it says santini on it hilarious it says mm-hmm. on the on the yeah. on the plate <laughs> um that they follow that to Stu's apartment because i i'm like okay like that is that's like a movie coincidence that i buy that they could do that um 
And then they meet. I do love the moment in the movie where Stu is like shit faced and they put he like stumbles out of his own apartment and but it slows down and it gets Lindsay Lohan's like reaction and and there's like music and everything because that's the guy that she's so in love with. And it's with. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still like a beautiful moment for her, even though he's clearly like off his face. Even though he's like so drunk and he's fighting with his band member Mm -hmm. who. Like, mm-hmm. clearly, if that guy didn't walk away, they would have, like, been throwing punches. Yes. And then yes. he walks into an alleyway and falls into a heap of trash bags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's and like, still into it. Like, I know, yes. And she's like, we have to follow him. And again, Allison, you know, Allison Phil's just, okay, I guess. But I've come this far in for a penny thing, and for a pound. Like, I... F- when I was 15, if I saw someone drunk like that, even if it was someone famous, I would have been mm-hmm. very uncomfortable. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. So it's another yeah. moment of like, Ella is probably even more uncomfortable now. Because it's mm-hmm. like, there's. Because it's a thing of like, when you see a drunk person like that, they're just really unpredictable. And so when you're mm-hmm. a kid, like even a teenager, it's just like that person could could start attacking me or yelling yeah. at me or something. Yeah. Um, you just know that they're like, well, and they're just not behaving like a normal person, so it feels very like it feels And wrong. you've never been drunk necessarily, you know, you're little and yeah, you I think you don't know what it is, you yeah. These two I doubt have ever been drunk. Yeah, like, I don't know. No way. So yeah, so they they get him and they uh, they take him hostage. They kidnap him. <laughs> um, yeah, take him to a take diner. Him to, <laughs> take him to a diner where he ends up getting himself arrested because he. What did he do? He threw a he donut throws a donut a and well, he doesn't mean to, it would be funny if it was on purpose. He he just chucks this donut because he's drunk and it hits this cop and they end up in booking. Um, and there's a, we, oh no, we haven't gotten to this part yet, but while they're, while they're in booking, I mean, so the first thing that happens is Lindsay Lohan gives, um, her dad's address. And at first Ella's upset because she thinks that Lola's lied to the police. Yeah. And then she finds out that no, 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 she's actually lied to her. Yeah. Her, her, dad. her dad is alive. Like, mm-hmm. And um, they, uh, they have a moment where they chase each other around these benches where they don't want to sit next to each other. And I was watching Adam Garcia the whole time because he's really, I mean, he re- is really funny in all of his scenes, but he's like slowly sobering up in every scene. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so by that time, he's able to follow the conversation a little bit more and he, they're talking over him. He's in the middle and they're on either side of him. And at one point, um, Ella says, you told me, she says something like, you told me your dad was dead. And Stu says, your dad is dead. Like, <laughs> like he's like, it's like news to him. Like, that's the first thing he's like caught on. And it's really funny. Just a little couple moments like that that are because up make to this it, point, like, he's watchable. just been yelling that he wants. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's literally like, he's literally saying like, you think like, what do you want from me? Is it money? Is it, you know, he just talks about how he doesn't have any friends and that he wants an onion, onion rings. And then he's able to follow. Yeah. Follow the conversation. And then um, Lilo's dad arrives with his dog. With his like old English shepherd yes. or something, <laughs> and then and then by that time, Stu is sobered up and he realizes that the dog is a famous dog. Yeah, did you recognize yeah, the you, dog? 
Yes. I think so. I think well, that, he says um, that it looks like this dog. And then the mm-hmm. dad says it is that dog. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny. I think the dad must live off of uh, what that dog actor. I assume it's a dog actor. Maybe it's a maybe it's something else that we never understand what franchise the dog is famous from. But he's famous from some yeah. dog franchise. <laughs> it was unclear. It was also it unclear why the dad brings the dog everywhere. Because <laughs> like... he's a famous dog. Wouldn't you bring your famous dog everywhere? No. I'm sure I would. No, I wouldn't either. No. Well, anyway, he brings them to booking. And then, uh, as it turns out, Stu invites all of them to his after party. So, yes, luck would have it. They, they not only end up at the after party, but... They get to wear, he has a bunch of clothes that fit a girl size two, luckily, in his. Um, yeah, so he, because his... they're all wet. So he, mm-hmm. so did, did he say, like, go into my room and get yes. some clothes? Yes, he did. He was like, I'll have them laundered <laughs> and sent to your dad and, like, just pick out some things to wear. And it's not just that he has. I mean, maybe they wear the same size, but he has a bunch of of like teenage yeah. girls' clothing. Like, yes, but she has girls' clothes, and then they <laughs> they have this yeah. little like we're friends again moment mm-hmm. where they mm-hmm. kind of act like they're having a sleepover in his right. bedroom. Yes, <laughs> they like jump on his bed. Why they, they like his play his expensive instruments? Why? <laughs> Why yeah. do they do that? And then then yeah. they change and they come back to the party, and that's when. They they see yep. Carla. They do. So they do. so Carla. I thought Carla saw them. Mm. Yes, she does. She, she absolutely does. does. So Carla is lying then later. Yes, when she says yes. they were never at the party, which she has. There is a precedent of her lying at least a couple times before. Tiny lies. The one that I can remember is that she tells her friends that it's her idea to modernize Pygmalion. Right. And then, as it turns out, it's Mrs. (laughs) Begoli's idea. And there is, we confirm that it's a lie because Lindsay, because Lola looks back at Carla and Carla looks at her like all right because yeah, yeah, she can tell she's been caught out. So, okay. Yeah. Yes. So it is just a, so yes, it is a lie when, when Carla denies their, their presence at the party the next morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so so then they hang out at this party, which again, right. why are there a bunch of fifteen year olds at yes, very upsetting an after party? What is <laughs> very, wrong with Carla's dad that he was like <laughs> this is an appropriate place for my fifteen year old to be at this like yep. musicians after party mm-hmm. where inexplicably no one is drinking, despite the fact that Stu was very drunk, and like, he gets drunk again. He gets drunk, he gets drunk again, again because. Because Lola tries to talk to him and she's like, now I can finally talk to you about your music. And he's like, doesn't have any explanation for yeah. why he wrote anything. And he's also clearly drunk again because and she you can tell. yells at him that he's a drunk. Yes, exactly. Which was like kind of mean because if you're an alcoholic, like that's well, kind of me. <laughs> it's kind of a mean thing <laughs> to yell at someone do, about that. But we don't know that he's an alcoholic. Like, no, but. It's an after but, party. He, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the implication, but he might have yeah. just been drunk tonight. Like It's true. It's true. Yeah. Like, why are you, why are you being this way? So, yes. Yeah, so I think we like hard cut to the next morning. 
Um, and she's Lindsay Lohan is so excited that she's going to be able to rub it in Carla's face that they were there, even though they don't have pictures or anything. And she easily could have said that Carla was. Oh, no, I guess Carla has pictures or something. I don't know why Carla. Do you know what I mean? Carla like, has why pictures she... from being at the party. And so she's she does have pictures. People. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yes. And, that's and right. So, then so... Lin- so Lindsay Lohan and Ella come in and they're like, yeah, we were there too. Uh, no. Carla brings it up that, like, yeah, I knew it. You guys never made it to the party. You weren't coming. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what are you talking about? We saw you there. Like, you you saw mm-hmm. us there. We were there. And she's pretty much like, prove it. And, it's like, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, then, and then Ella very mm-hmm. rightfully is like, just just leave it. It doesn't matter. And Yeah, and totally. She's like, we have the best it. time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. It's really annoying. And then she further is like, okay, I have to come clean at musical rehearsal. I took the dress, but it's back safe. And then all of her, that's when Carla's like, can we believe anything she says? Isn't she just a liar? You know, that kind of thing. And then she cries. And then that leads her to uh, not, almost not show up on, um, she almost doesn't go to the for, prom. Yeah. <laughs> As it were. She almost doesn't come uh, to opening night for Eliza opening night. Marks. Yes. Yeah. What is? Is it the winter? It's a in in Mean Girls. Is it? It's a dance. Is it the winter I formal so. that Lindsay Lohan doesn't? Yeah. Again, Lindsay Lohan doesn't go to because she's. Yeah. She's not meant um, to go to it because she's grounded. Not meant. To, yes, because she's grounded. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Like anyway. Anyway. So. So. Yeah. So then. Um, was it Ella came in and like yeah, and gives convinced the, her to the movie's go? best the best speech probably where she like cries and tells her that she's like her best friend and she she's mad at her but she's also was like miserable before she yeah. showed up and she needs she needs she needs Lola to be strong for her basically which is like pretty much yeah I think a great <laughs> I thought was like a really well done like. She really shouldn't have worked, but really works because of that performance. Um, and it convinces. Yeah. Also, she's lying again, which is so fucking annoying. She says that she's sick and she's like has pneumonia. She's not just she's yeah. not just able to be honest with Allison with Ella and say like I'm like pouting basically and I feel yeah. mad about this. She's she's pretending that she's sick. And I was like, she's also- man, that alone would make me give up on her. I'd be and like, wow, you're lying, pouting because. Carla made people think that she didn't go to the party and it is like who cares who cares yeah it's so weird you're you're the lead in the musical that's why Carla's doing this like yeah go do it and so so she does go and do it and then Mm -hmm. we proceed to watch clips of this incredibly professional production for a high school <laughs> like so many professional dances and choreography can we and- can we stop really fast though can we stop really <laughs> fast and talk about the only lines we hear well we hear a couple of lines the first line we hear is hey you got no right to write down my the way i talk that's the way I talk, and she's doing this terrible she's doing accent. This atrocious attempt at, I'm guessing, like a Brooklyn accent. It's but... like a Brook, yes, but it's, hang on, I wrote down the exact line because she also says it in rehearsal and she says it so badly that I figured it was, um, like she was kind of like marking through it because she feels bad, <laughs> but she actually wasn't. Hang on, where the hell is it? I wrote it down. I wrote, oh. Press. <laughs> Yo, you oh, got no I... right. 
You got no right to write down what I'm saying. Those are my poisonal words. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Poisonal words. So she's a newsie. Yeah, she's a newsie. And then it immediately, immediately you... goes into um a, a stage number, like where she's yes. standing on top of the register and there's, yeah, she's a gro- <laughs> she works in a grocery store and... She's just trying to oh. make it. And so we see snippets from the musical, which I had completely forgotten all about the musical. But uh, we see snippets from, you know, when Professor Higgins yes. is trying to get her to, you know, clean up her vernacular. And then um, <sighs> I would also like to point out that there is no orchestra for this musical. They yes. Have, OK. <laughs> yes. They have a pit full of children with MacBooks. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Bagoli says, press your bars, children. And so they press she the does. space bar and that starts the music. <laughs> in probably, that's probably the best line in the whole movie. Yeah. And the best delivery of any line is press your bars, children. Because apparently in 2004, we thought that was not only the future of music, but also that digital music would still have to be played in some way. And the way it would be played was that you would press different... Like your space yeah, that, bar. that you would need more would... than one computer mm-hmm. to run yeah, each you would individual need... track. <laughs> just like you need, just like you need, if you have three bassoons, you have three bassoonists and you have three instruments and that's yes. why you have a pit. You would, that would be exactly like that, but with laptops. And um, I just, <laughs> that almost made me like my jaw dropped when I saw that. I was like, okay, that's not, that's what we thought this was yeah. going to be like when we started like having electronic music i don't insane. even say insane <laughs> she says press your bars <laughs> <laughs> and she's like i can't remember she's not co- she is conducting because there is like they are playing the computers right they're they're playing something so, on their computer but, but it's it's like each it's like one computer is playing like the drum track and then one yeah. computer is playing the guitar track it's it's literally mm-hmm. a computer per instrument track and when you start playing you have to hit the space bar and when you yeah. stop playing you also hit the space bar it's not just like you like hit play and it plays the whole track You're no like, it's like i'm going to play this symbol sound so i play that symbol sound yes, and, and exactly. i'm going to get cued on when to play it rather than yes. just having all of the track and just play it yeah <laughs> right or rather than either doing that or just having the instruments because the kids can't that play too, instruments yes. but they can they can they do have enough like rhythm and and knowledge of music that they can play things you know with with rhythm and tempo yes. but they only know how to play a space bar they don't actually <laughs> know how to play you know so i could talk about that for another hour conservatively <laughs> um but i won't because no one deserves wow. that but um that was what was going on with eliza rocks um, yeah, so we go through and, this musical, um, which is basically... I literally have what is happening with the laptops in all caps. <laughs> like, literally could not believe it. Um it's astounding. So, yeah. so they, it, it is the, astounding, it, yes. It goes through... Yeah, one of the main songs is Changes by David Bowie. Yes, it sure is. There's... And then it... it it runs through what is Pygmalion with Eliza Doolittle and um, Henry Higgins and stuff. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. inexplicably, the show basically ends 
Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. we get a song. There's no curtain call. It ends. And then there's an epilogue <laughs> there's no call. of a song. We yeah. get an epilogue of a song that is just Lindsay Lohan with like 20 boy dances. Mm-hmm. Um, and the song does not seem to have any connection to Pygmalion whatsoever. It's, yeah, it's really an original do- song. Everything else is an original. Cover. This is an original. Mm-hmm. It's an original song that definitely is about the movie and not about <laughs> the musical that they are performing in right then. Um, and Lindsay Lohan is dressed as if she was doing like a stadium tour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> music performance as Lindsay Lohan. It, it, like, it is a Britney Spears outfit. Like, yes, 100%. It's, it is a, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's about being a teenage drama queen. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it, it has no, con- like, not even a tangential connection to the musical, I would say, because that is not really, like, there's, I would not say that Eliza is a teenage drama queen. Like, I wouldn't say that i wouldn't characterize her that way maybe in the contemporary version with david bowie lyrics she yeah, is eliza, but eliza is not i don't even think eliza is meant to be a teenager but... i don't think she's either she's a full-grown woman <laughs> fully grown woman um, yeah <laughs> yep so it also yes. looks like they completely glaze over the romantic storyline and pygmalion and my fair yep. lady like... yep yep they do yeah, it is. It's impossible to decipher what goes on in that musical. You're you just have to believe that it. You just have to experience Pygmalion. it. It's just yeah, exactly. It's mm-hmm. coming at you like a freight train. You don't know, <laughs> you, you don't know what's going on. You just have to you. let it hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a- and this has all led up, I would say, to the last scene, which is yes. we are. At so, the last scene. So yes, ha- go for it. They finish the musical, and then mm-hmm. Carla has the after party for mm-hmm. the musical. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which-, which is like a legit party. I've been to cast parties. They were always held at a country kitchen. Um, <laughs> and we sat around, and we ordered our food, and then maybe we oh, went wow. home. Okay. No, we, we had no, actual at- parties for us. Oh, we so. actually did. We did. We had a rap party. We would have a rap party. We wouldn't have a fucking party after the opening oh, night. Oh, yes. We would have a rap that's, party. That's what, yeah. that's what I was going to say. I was like, it seems like Mrs. Bagoli says something earlier that makes it sound like their opening night is Wednesday, which is very strange. Oh, um, I bet it is, though. And I then bet it is. <laughs> no- normally these shows go like Thursday to Saturday. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Then, Maybe a matinee on Sunday. Maybe. Yeah, or a matinee on Saturday or something. Like, mm-hmm. right. But sa- Saturday right. night, pretty much, you finish and you pack everything down. Like, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, and that that's when you have your after party. No, you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. On the on the opening night, you... I don't think no, we would Jesus, have anything. Because opening night... Yeah. You wouldn't have a rap... You wouldn't have a party on opening night because you'd like go home it would be like a thursday we would have it would be a thursday so it'd be a school night for us yeah Uh it'd be and it sounds like they said wednesday so yeah it's like it would but normally these plays or or musicals or whatever yeah it opens on thursday night so tomorrow you gotta go to Mm -hmm. school like so you just go home after you've opened the show the the party is on saturday because it's the weekend like Mm -hmm. right um but no this is an opening night party on a wednesday (laughs) On a Wednesday and it's night. like a real, a real party with like, like a massive house. There party. are like 
fucking vendors in this house. Like, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, there was a guy with hot dogs. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, we we never had that. Like, maybe they'd order some pizzas or something. But (laughs) it was usually it was like midnight and the kids would just bring their own drinks and you'd just it was a basic house party. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is, this is like a, this is like a huge, yeah, house party. Okay. So that's where, we're, that's where our last scene takes place. And Stu shows up. Mm-hmm. He sure does. <laughs> at, at Kyla's house, mm-hmm. um, to apologize to Lindsay Lohan. Yes, or and to thank give her, her her necklace back. Give her a necklace back. Or thank back. her, or yes. try to sleep with her. A, a combination of all three, probably. And despite the fact that it's been... It's actually very unclear how much time it's been. Has it been a day? Has it been a week? I'm not sure. Yeah, hold, hold on. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Wait, I don't know how much time is between... They make it seem the like... Concert? The Like, <gasps> she comes into school on Monday, and then they're performing that night, is how they make it seem. But... It does. It does make it seem that so way. So unless this is like the Saturday night after party. She says it's the opening night party. She says that when okay, she, okay. to her mother um, bef- uh, when, during that scene when she tries out her whole closet and she wants her mom to buy her something. I see. Right. So she says opening night yes. party. Okay. So it's the opening so night you know, party. That is, that is a fact that it's the opening night party. But so everything else is up in the air. Okay. So <laughs> it has been days. max three days uh, yeah. <laughs> since, since three four days since she saw him yeah. and he mm-hmm. comes in looking as if he has been in rehab for six months <laughs> and is He's complete, really dried out completely sober and like totally changed mm-hmm. his look um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gotten a haircut and he's yeah. like you know somebody said i was a drunk and i didn't like it so i'm sober now and i'm just like yeah that's not really mm-hmm. how that works bud mm-hmm. um like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. oh my god and he yeah so he finds so carla's like oh my god he's here for me you know but and and obviously he's not he's there to see lola yeah. and carla uh makes a fool out of herself and then falls in a fountain um <laughs> falls in her own fountain um, while Lindsay Lohan and Stu are like seriously flirting in front of yes. God and everybody, um, and then and he puts on then Lindsay Lohan helps her out of the necklace. fountain. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Which is like I thought that was nice because I was like, man, they're really like laying it on thick here with Carla, like getting punished, and I felt kind of sad about that. But then, but then <sighs> Lindsay Lohan offers her hand. You know, as a peace offering, and I guess they're friends or whatever. Yeah. Not, and then, uh, who knows? And then Stu offers, asks Lindsay Lohan if she wants to dance. And so mm-hmm. they, they, do. they do a waltz, <laughs> basically yep. nose to nose mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. dance floor. And that is when, as you and- said earlier, she has <sighs> yeah. this like voiceover that's talking about how, um, it goes into part a part fantasy sequence. Yes. It's like it's like a slight fantasy sequence because yes, keep going, keep going with what you're gonna say. It's like I'm trying to remember what she actually says, but I can't really remember, but she's she says something <sighs> about like Stu's not right for her, basically. Yes. And yes. Then, Which and like then, no shit. <laughs> 
And so then <laughs> Stu morphs into Sam and she's dancing with yeah. Sam now. And she's pretty she's much like, like I was, so I'm with I Sam. As I was there with like, Stu, then I started thinking about Sam. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure it's something like that and how Sam had always been there for me. <laughs> like, and, and she's like, like so, so I'm with Sam now. And yeah, happy ending. So end of yeah. the movie. And it's End like of the movie. The, the love, the love interest of this movie is Ella, and you have not wrapped up your storyline with her. That's properly. such a good point. That's such a good point. That's absolutely true. And Ella's like behind them dancing with a rando, and they try to <laughs> then and like she and uh, Lo- Lola and Sam kiss, so you know that that's like serious or whatever. And um, and then the very last thing you see is Stu like pass in front of the camera with Carol Kane. They're dancing. So it's like, oh, oh yeah. that's right. He's not a predator. Ha ha ha. You know, it's like they do one last he's, joke with him. So that it's like the adult now, even though it, why would a yes, teacher but- be at the after party? Like- <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's yes. Yes, indeed. Um, so that's the end of the movie. <laughs> Um, wow. I feel so uncomfortable talking about it. like I was uncomfortable but just kind of talking about it makes me so much more uncomfortable especially like <laughs> in the last like yeah it's been a bunch of 17 years since this movie came out or whatever and we've so much like predatory behavior in the entertainment industry has come to yeah. light both both like of the like legal kind where it's just like She's barely legal, but that's like, but I'm still going to take advantage of her. And then also of the very illegal kind. Yes. And it just feels really icky when you put it. And honestly, from the very beginning of the movie, when Lindsay Lohan just kept talking about Stu Wolf and how much she loved him, and, and he was really the only kind of guy that we saw a decent amount of, I was mm-hmm. like is there another love interest in this? Because they are really mm-hmm. setting it up that she's going to hook mm-hmm. up with this full adult. Like, <laughs> And you weren't wrong, Keen. That's yeah. the problem. Is that and then when they did like introduce the love interest, wrong. it was like, well, he's nothing. It, right. This is it's an like, oh, that guy? Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. They have, they literally have, I would say one full scene together by themselves, which is like when she's like with him and she compliments his boots. Yeah. And it's strange. And it feels like the chemistry there is very weird. Even though Sam is really like, I think that that actor is like just fine. I don't really have any complaints. It There's no chemistry there because they're f- trying to force it. And those a- characters haven't been in any scene, almost in any scenes together. Yeah, you've, so it doesn't You have work. to have an arc with a relationship like that. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Like- so at the end yeah. of the day, the love interest is either Stu or I like your like. It's Ella. It's Ella. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be. So, yeah, and that that really doesn't wrap up. Like Ella's last beat is her, yeah, confession of you know friendship or whatever should, you want to call be that. Lola and Ella being friends at the end of the movie. That's how it should. Yeah. End. And instead it ends with Stu and then Sam, which yes. is really like, <laughs> who the fuck cares? And Carla, Carla gets like the second to last beat, which again, who cares? Carla should get the like third to last beat. Yeah, we, we, you don't, know. we don't care about Carla. We don't care about Carla. Like, <sighs> Woof. Well, Woof is what we, I have to say. We made it through that one. We, we, Des- we despite did. all of I'm this, glad. as we said, it was not like, yeah, unenjoyable to watch this. 
it no it was no still okay but it's just not very good like if you watch it with your teenager, have a talk afterward about how <laughs> about I, all the things that she does that are like don't don't watch it with your teen. There is yeah. stuff. Uh, like, Even though, unfortunately, girls seven to twelve is the <laughs> is, is the, the audience yeah. um, exactly. And, so don't don't yeah. put this idea into their head that the, that older men are okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, Keen, what do you think? Well, I guess the only question is, do we want this D? Eh. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. You know? It's better than a lot of the things that we've watched, but it's not something I'm, like, gonna be really yeah, looking like to rewatch to. anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say that I like it. One of the things that I like it as much as is that um, Stu at the police station says, who wants to go to a party? And the cop who's just asked for his autograph says, I do. And everyone kind of is like, ha ha ha. But then she is at the party and she's got a bunch (laughs) of glow sticks around her neck and somebody does something. I can't remember what it is. And she like gets up to like break up a fight or something. But nice. I thought that was kind of like a cute little, um, a nice joke that they that they added because he's a f- he has fans everywhere. Um, nice. The thing that I really wanted to say, also the way that Carla, uh, Megan Fox in her infinite whatever gets a hot. Do- the way that we find out about the hot dog guy is that she gets a hot dog, and the f- doorbell rings and she eats the hot dog on the way to the door, and it's just like Carla, you're a stone cold bitch. Like I love, <laughs> I love that she's just eating that hot dog. Like she doesn't give a fuck. She it's, does not give a fuck. It's just an amazing little part that nobody would care about. <laughs> but I like I see that. I'm like, I see Megan Fox like eating that hot dog. And I know. I know that that was an informed character decision. So anyway. I think I want it as much as when uh like Lin- Lindsay Lohan's first day at school where they like get their cafeteria tray and they go sit outside and she's like oh, yeah. when you eat outside in New York your food gets dirty and I was like, what the fuck <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> I'm like dirty yeah, food I was, I was from like, what from the air like, from the yeah like, like the people the eat outside in New York car? all the time <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's the, really strange that, that line really like, really tickled me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only in New Jersey can you eat your food outside. In New York, they just don't eat food outside. No, because get, hot dog stands shit on a thing, or like pigeons eating in the park. Poop. Pigeons actually <laughs> poop directly onto your food, so that's that's why. Yep, they're just there. There yeah. is no you can't see the sky in New York because it's just yeah. pigeons, and they're constantly <laughs> pooping. So you just, just you just, just like have to be inside. <laughs> or or you're just gonna be covered in shit. Like that's why they have the subway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's the or only the way small. to get around. You're escaping. You're either escaping the pit, the immense pigeon yes. like threat, or the smog threat, and or the uh, smog threat that also makes your food and if dirty. You, as <laughs> you know, if you eat food that's been around smog, you ingest that smog. Not if you breathe it in or anything, but it's just if your hot dog has got smog on. Yes, it. That's L- living in LA, smog. that is the exact same issue here. Like you've mm-hmm. got to. Yep. 
you can't yeah. eat outside because the layer of smog is just going to dirty up your food. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You could open your windows and stuff because you don't get it when you breathe it in. It's just... No. It's only it's on just your just when you're... Food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well... So the rock... The science is rock solid there. <laughs> All right. Well, well I think... That was delightful. Uh, I think that's pretty much covered it there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and rate and review us wherever you are currently listening to this podcast. If you have any mm-hmm. questions, comments, or requests, please email us at talkingabouttheD at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, we will see you in a month. Yes. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> For another <laughs> I think so. Fun- decom slash disney theatrical release not sure Precisely. which one yet so yeah yeah that's what keep we keep it exciting yeah we, we like to keep you on your toes we don't want you to know mm-hmm. what's coming keep them guessing is our motto exactly exactly <laughs> all right i think we'll leave okay. it there so okay. goodbye bye